Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, what a weird few days. Today especially. Yesterday especially. Let's get to it. On one hand, earlier in the day, you get a pseudo-report from Bill Plaschke saying, one, that Doc Rivers is who the Lakers are, are would prefer and that he is who they are waiting for um, in, in, uh, for their head coaching search. That's kind of odd. He also continued on saying in that same, I think, radio interview that uh, Phil Jackson. Now, he's saying, <laughs> phrasing on this is a little weird, not exactly journalistic, but he was saying that Phil Jackson is on board or is pushing for the uh, trading of LeBron James. Now, he won't say where he is hearing that. He's saying that the, he is hearing it, but not from anybody willing to go on the record with it. Uh, it's, it's kind of reporting. Not really. I don't think it would really fly in very many journalism classes. Um, but just a super weird... You combine that with Jeannie Buss's uh, quotes from a couple days ago and the response to them... Just a really weird few days for Lakers fans who are paying close attention to what they're trying to do in the offseason. On the other hand, Lakers slash Dodgers fans got to watch the Golden State Warriors go down by more than 60 points to the Memphis Grizzlies. That's got to be fun. Steph Curry says they're going to whoop that trick only to have the trick whoop them apparently on that same night earlier that same night the Boston Celtics were up double digits late-ish in the uh, in their game against Milwaukee and would have taken a, a stranglehold over that series except they choked and they you know reigning defensive player of the year Marcus Smart uh got deed up in ways that we're, we're just super impressive. Milwaukee gets to win, and we all got to enjoy Celtics fans looking super sad. That's also fun. But for me, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's hard to enjoy even all of that stuff because we just don't know what the hell is going on with the Lakers. I have waited a couple days to kind of sit on the quotes I went live on Spaces right afterwards, so if you guys want to get more kind of vitriolic response to Jeannie Buss's interview with the LA Times and Bill Plaschke, you can check that out. It's on this very feed. Uh, I had a back and forth with Aaron Larsoul, um, and and I thought it was a very productive conversation. It's a two-part conversation. You can check that out. Um, but at the end of the day... I. I don't have much confidence in the leadership here with the Lakers and I'm going to explain why and I'm going to explain why Jeannie's quotes only took away from that confidence. We've heard plenty of response to the specific quotes so there's no point in rehashing all of that to this point. What I will say um, and this is a point that I haven't heard anywhere else but what I will say about the attempt at in, in Jeannie's own words, she said that, you know, she doesn't normally like to put her face out there 
and all of that. She prefers to operate in the background the way that her dad did. Fine. Um, but in her attempt at doing such a thing, it by it in and of itself was clumsy because of the platform that she chose. Not saying anything about the LA Times specifically, but uh, it's it says something about Jeannie Buss that and it and it winds up being consistent with the issues that put her in this place in the first place that like she is more again reliant upon what is comfortable to her she probably has a long-standing relationship with bill plashke plashke like in that article right it was a pretty rosy picture of of genie bus here uh bill plashke is somebody that she is probably very comfortable with so she went with what was comfortable rather than what is for lack of a better term honest and had she gone with had she done a podcast or any kind of appearance with a non-corporate sponsor that allows us to see how she responds to pushback to her responses that would offer pushback and show her response to pushback then fans could see how she handles that situation. But there were so many situations here, so many instances within that article, within that column, that there were follow-up questions just demanding to be asked that we don't know if they were, uh, that, you know, you, you walk away from that column saying, I mean, okay, that's a solid attempt, but it doesn't actually accomplish what she was actually looking to accomplish. If she, if what she is looking to accomplish there is transparency and proof of accountability, we're all left wanting, right? The problem with a column is that we don't get the audio. You know, Bill Plasky went on radio shows afterward and talked about the steely look behind the smile that Jeannie Buss was offering while he was talking to her, but... There's no proof of that. We don't, we're just, we just have to take Bill Plasky's word for it. And I'm not even calling Bill Plasky a liar here. Like that's just by agreeing to this type of outlet uh, where the LA Times, like I, I, I'm not even sure if they're still even attempting a podcast over there anymore. But by going with the LA Times and by going with the column, and, and going with Bill Plasky, too, by the way, who is pretty out of touch when it comes to the, uh, the market now, like Jeannie Buss doesn't accomplish what she's looking to accomplish there. So like all of the quotes, again, we've gone over that. You know how I feel about it. You probably know how everybody on this feed feels about it. You know how everybody on social feels about it. They, they just, the, the, quote, the quotes weren't great. And they all begged some kind of follow-up as they were so contradictory to either the very the, the, the quote right before or uh, how things have gone to this point on her watch. And because of the way that she handled this, she walks away looking worse because, again, she opts for familiarity. She opts for the presence that she has known for long enough to where she's not going to be challenged. And it's unfortunate, but it follows the trend of her leadership to this point. 
Elsewhere in Lakerland, they got permission to speak to Kenny Atkinson, formerly of the new uh, the Brooklyn Nets. He was let go for wanting to play Jared Allen over DeAndre Jordan. Um, a <laughs> given the directions that both of those careers went in uh, following that decision, something that looks pretty good on his resume, I would think. Uh, it's an intri- it's an intriguing hire. You hear really good things about him. He is, however, seen more as a player development coach. Uh, less than somebody who elevates a win now team. So I would like to see, uh, I, I, I honestly, I frankly have to look more into him and, and talk to some people, more people about him than I have to this point. But, uh, it's a, it's a certainly an interesting name. And generally speaking, I think a lot of the people outside of Mark Jackson and outside of Doc Rivers, a lot of the people that the Lakers are reportedly interested in, uh, make a lot of sense. So, and and by the way, that's fairly consistent with how things went last time. Remember, they were interested in Monty Williams. He has been great ever since that situation. They were interested in Ty Lue, one of a maybe a top five coach in the league right now. And then they wound up hiring Frank Vogel, who won out, went out and won a championship. So, uh, in terms of how to hold a, a coaching search. This part of the process, they have pretty well nailed down. It's making an offer to the right one and being willing to spend on uh, the absolute best coach and, and, and being will- willing to commit long-term to that best candidate is, is where they fell short last time. So we'll see if they fix that to this point or in, when, that, when that road crosses them or when they cross that bridge. Um, until then, though, We'll keep you guys posted as well as you can, as, as well as we can. If you want more on some of the first-time head coaches, I recorded a lowdown on that very subject that you can find earlier in this feed. Uh, the Isle of Basketball gang are going to talk about everything that's been going down. Um, I'm sure that's going to be a really fun conversation. And until tomorrow, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.